Hi and welcome to We See Food Differently. My name is Sienna and lately I have uncovered something about myself that has truly shaken me to my core. I have absolutely no opinion about seafood. Such a polarising topic and yet I'm left entirely unfazed. To help me on my journey of fish-related self-discovery, I have Josh, Jess, Miss Rossi and Ollie with me, each with their own oceanic experiences and seafood stories to share. We're going to be discussing lots today, including fretful fishing, sickening seafood and fishy films. But first, we are getting personal. We are doing a deep dive into our feelings about fish. Josh, are you an enjoyer of seafood? Yes, indeed. I enjoy fish fingers, shark, and recently I've enjoyed the taste of squid. But to be honest, fish and chips are always a go-to for me. What a squid-tastic answer, Josh. Jess, how do you feel about seafood? Sienna, I am an avid enjoyer of seafood, but I seem to be in a minority amongst my generation. Many people around my age seem to really despise seafood, and I truly don't understand that. I mean, prawns, they're, they're so good. I don't trust anyone who doesn't like prawns. Like, come on. I don't like prawns disgraceful but like calamari salt and pepper squid amazing scallops though disgusting no scallops but like fish i mean fish is kind of boring i like crumb fish but battered fish just bland i'm sorry scallops are disgusting what about oysters they're just big boogers i reckon (laughs) i've never had an oyster oh don't do it okay (laughs) well truly some strong seafood opinions but now to consider the source of our seafood Josh, have you ever dipped your toes into the metaphorical and literal waters of fishing? To be honest, I have, but it wasn't a very enjoyable experience. When I was pretty little, I reckon, I was down at Victor Harbour trying to fish off the jetty with my cousins, and instead of casting the line into the water, it flung back around and cast the line into my cousin's hair. Oh no. I then spent a fair amount of time trying to get it out of her hair, and then sat looking into the water for the rest of the fishing trip. Then later on, I went down to Edithburg and I went out on a boat with my cousins and my uncle. And once again, we couldn't able to catch anything, so I called it a day. Then later on, they came in with around 50 fish. But yeah, So you were the bad luck then, Josh? Yep. Yep. Miss Rossi, have you ever had any fretful fishing experiences? I'm actually so glad you asked because I have a great fishing story for you. Last year, I went to Darwin. We are the group of my friends, um, and one of my best mates is from Darwin, so she had a lot of contacts, and her cousin took us out into the Darwin Harbour on his boat. And I don't get to do a lot of boat fishing. I love fishing and crabbing, but it's always off the jetty, because teacher salary, you can't afford big boats. So we were about 40 minutes in, and no one had caught anything. We had a few nibbles, but no one was being overly successful. So we're like, okay, we'll give about 10 more minutes, and then we'll head back to shore. Five minutes into the 10 minutes, and I get a little nibble. I'm like, okay, I'm on. This is it. i got to do this. i got to bring it home for us. We've got to eat dinner tonight. Was able to hook this fish. As soon as it was hooked, I'm like, I've got something big here, guys. No one believed me. No one believed that I had a big fish. This fish took me like five minutes to reel in. I don't know if you've ever reeled in a heavy fish for five minutes, but my arms were shaking. My friends had to get behind me and help me pull this fish in at the end of the five minutes. I'm like, is it a shark? What is this? And this huge snapper emerges from the water. A 70 centimetre snapper. It was unreal. Someone had to help me grab it out of the water, pulled it on. I was the most happy I'd ever been. My friend's cousin said, Channel 9 News do this competition where you can send in your fishing photos if you get a big catch. You should do it. 
Now, I'm not someone who likes to have their face shown anywhere, but I'm like, I'm going to do this just for a laugh. Took a photo, sent it into Channel 9 News, heard nothing for like two months, was walking through the schoolyard at recess one time, got an email, I won the competition. That night I was on Channel 9 News and won all this free fishing stuff. It was amazing. Wow, that's almost like something out of a movie. Speaking of movies, let's move to a fictional fish with our fishy film experts, Ollie and Miss Rossi. Guys, what is your favourite fish-related film and why? Ollie, should we do this at the same time? Okay, on the count of three, we'll say our favourite fish-related movie. One, two, three. Finding Finding Nemo. Yes. If it was going to be anything else, I probably would have judged you, Ollie. Anyone who doesn't like Finding Nemo, I haven't lived before. Yes, go on. <laughs> but why do you like um, Finding Nemo, Ollie? I haven't seen it in a while, but from what I remember, it seems to tread common ground. It's a very underwater film. Yeah, lots of it is underwater. There's <laughs> yeah. lots of different types of fish as well that they show. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> um. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's a nice movie if you're into fishes and food and sharks and all that crazy Ooh, stuff. Oh, sharks, though. Did you like, um, what was his name? What was the shark guy's name? Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, that guy always scared me as a kid when I watched it. Mm. He was all right. Yeah. What was that line that he used to say? Fish are friends, not food. That's right. That's right. Yes. Nice. Well, it's awesome you guys agree on the best fishy film. Jess, have you seen any unusual fishy films? Okay, so I have a fishy film franchise that I have not seen but I'm very passionate about. This is the Sharknado movies. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm just going to read a description of the first movie. Nature's deadliest killers take to the skies in the ultimate guilty, spelt G-I-L-L dash (laughs) T-Y, pleasure as a group of friends try try to save the Santa Monica coast from shark-infested tornadoes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, I haven't seen even like a trailer really for any of the Sharknado films, but what I'm really passionate about is the titles of the Sharknado sequels. We have Sharknado 2, the second one. Full title. (laughs) (laughs) Straight to the point. Sharknado 3, oh hell no. (laughs) It's my favourite movie title of all time. It's, It's so beautiful. Okay. Sharknado, The Fourth Awakens. Yes. Bit of a movie reference there for any film buffs that are watching Sharknado 4 in their spare time. Yeah. Sharknado 5, Global Swarming. Bit more of a political Sharknado film, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> and the last Sharknado, It's About Time. It, yeah. It's About Time is the in the title of the film. Yeah. So, yeah, a hint of self-awareness to close out the franchise running from 2013 to 2018. Five years, six Sharknado films. Truly a tremendous legacy for some film executive that I don't know the name of. Sounds riveting. <laughs> Maybe we should study those in some of our we media should. classes. <laughs> we <Kels>. should. Yeah. <laughs> All this talk about movies is making me a bit peckish. Josh, do you and your family eat seafood much? Well, funny enough, my auntie that, who lives along the York Peninsula in Price works at a Coffin Bay seafood centre that supplies fresh oysters and other delicious meals. Anyway, I have an interesting story about my cousin of mine who has recently been struck with a serious allergy to seafood. Her father is a keen fisherman and frequently brings in large catches, but my cousin, who is his daughter, used to be able to eat seafood and then one day at the beach, she broke into an allergic reaction to fish. To this day, she still suffers from the recurring issue. That's not good. Jess, have you had any sickening experiences with seafood in your time? I've had a very sickening and honestly traumatic experience with seafood. 
So I did a trial shift at my workplace, which we will call Cross Station Chris's. <laughs> That's a good pseudo name. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, so it's a fish and chips shop. And I was going in for my first trial shift. I had never like had a trial shift or any kind of work anywhere before. So I was freaking out. I was so nervous. It's really early in the morning. I was not ready for it. I went in. The people were nice. They started teaching me like how to like pack the food and whatnot. I get like two hours into what's a four-hour shift, and I start to feel really lightheaded. So I ask to go to the bathroom. I just stand. I look at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, "You're fine. Two more hours. You can do this." So I continue on. I get out. I start learning how to do the serving, like at the counter. All the customers are there. I turn to the person who's teaching me how to serve, and I say, "I'm going to faint." <laughs> and we're in a very small area. Like there's a, a counter, and then a room right behind us, and we're in like the little gap in between. So I turn to my side so I don't hit the thing, and I slowly just kind of sit down. Like I kind of am losing my vision. I can't see anything, and I lay on the floor of a fish and chips shop, like in front of all the customers. They just watch me faint. <laughs> So I don't know, I don't think I was like out for very long or anything, but I wake up, the guy's looking at me. He is terrified right now. He does not know what to do. But the boss comes out, he like gets me up. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine now. And he's like, okay, sit down for a bit. We'll make you some food. You can just fill out the forms you need to fill out and whatnot. So I'm doing that. I'm eating. He gave me so much seafood. Like, so much crustacean crisp So seafood. much crustacean crisp seafood, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was like a big platter of like prawns and calamari, which I love prawns and calamari, but at that moment I was not looking to eat a lot. <laughs> but I didn't want to be rude and act like I didn't like the food. So I ate like a decent amount of it. I, I didn't eat all of it. I stopped when I was like, I can't do it anymore. But I ate some of the food. I brought it back out and I'm like, really sorry. I don't think I can finish this right now. And I go on with what I'm doing. I keep like packing food. I go over, I start washing dishes. I'm good for about half an hour. And then I turn to my side and I puke into the bin that's right next to the sink. <laughs> I puked up all of the calamari that I ate. <laughs> and... Yeah, and at this point he was like, okay, you need to go home. Like, you can't do this anymore right now. And I was like, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. I call my mum, I get her to pick me up. I'm like, oh my God, at least, like, I won't get this job, but it can't get any worse than that. But no, I got the job. No. And I still work there now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Jess, that seems like the most traumatic first shift ever. Thank you everyone for supporting me on my journey to uncover my opinions on seafood. I truly feel I have grown into somewhat of a fishy fanatic. If you would like to hear more episodes from Cabra Dominican College, make sure to check out ArchD Radio anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also look into other podcasts through the link in the description below. This podcast was produced by Sienna, Jess, Josh, Ollie and Miss Rossi for Cabra Dominican College in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories. Bye. Bye. <laughs>